0: And welcome in to the Robin kale show I'm Rob Sanders thanks for joining us this evening as uh, I'm battling new issues with the puppy here jackpot so oh, boy. a little bit out of sorts but we'll get there and how is that <laughs>
1: opposed to the old issues
0: you're wearing a Penn State hat so I'll be nice to you <laughs> he, he just he just pulled my monitor and it almost hit the floor so oh, yeah well so it's like yeah it's it's a little but anyway, uh, we have a big show planned for you, including uh, tonight. We're, we did the ACC teams the other night. Tonight, we do the SEC teams with their over and under list here, Jackpot. Looking forward to this. Going to be a good show. Jackpot sent me some stuff that he wants to get into. First, I want to uh, invite everybody to get into the Callaway's Pick'Em Challenge. Callaways Bar and Grill.com, they sponsor the podcast. You can... Get into the challenge by just going to the link that is in the uh, in the bio here. You can go in and uh, and do that. I mean, it's very simple. I'm probably gonna do the uh, a how to video on how to fill out your your Google form because it seems like every year I have 15 or 20 people that are like, "How do I fill out this form?" So I'm gonna do. A how to edition, show people how to do it. But I mean, it's really simple. You'll fill out your form every week, 10 games and the Kale Hall shitter. We'll have all of that for you. Of the a real
1: good idea. And then every uh, video I do uh, promoting the contest, I will link the, that video down in the <laughs> description box.
0: Yeah. So look for that in the coming days. Yeah. I've been here. telling them,
1: I've been telling people too that your your email address is there in the bottom of the uh, description box um, to, to send you any questions. Is, anybody send you any questions?
0: Uh, if, I, I If I get questions, I answer them. So, I mean, to be honest, I really don't. I think I may have gotten one or two. So Anyone yeah.
1: send you any nudes?
0: No. You're the only one that gets the the big male schlong nudes for this program. I don't get anything like that.
1: Oh, well, I mean, I got it from one of your football players. So. Mm. Of course you did.
0: Anyway, <laughs> thanks to Callaway's Bar and Grill, Callaway'sBarandGrill Normally we have fireside chats with Uncle Jackpot, but I forgot to write one this evening, so we will make it up on the uh, on the fly here. Jackpot, I am loading up. On, let's let's take care of these two pictures here that you sent me first, really quick. Let me get these up and moving here. Um, it'll give give me just one second here.
1: Yeah, I want to uh, comment on a little bit of stuff here.
0: Well, here's the big thing, though. Uh, getting into the challenge is simple. All you need to do is go to the link, you send Jackpot, it's 20 bucks, right, Jackpot, and then you're good to go, right? Absolutely. And, of course, we do all kinds of uh, – I mean, it, it basically carries us through football season, so it, it's definitely uh, I mean, – Fireball really cool. over
1: in the chat says if Robin Kale was gay, who would be the pitcher and the catcher uh, – or who would be the pitcher – and the Cather, look, this guy's so stupid he can't even he can't even type correctly. Uh, neither one. Uh, you would be both.
0: Yeah. I, why? Why would you? Why would you ask that question? Jesus, what is wrong with you, man? All right. So you had a couple of uh, things here that uh, was sent your way, and you asked me to post them up here. I'm gonna give them to you right now. This is. Let's see here. It takes a quick second. Um, the first one, we'll go ahead and show this to you, Jackpot. And this is something you said you wanted to, uh, to, to look at here. And I was like, all right, why does he want to talk about this? But here's the first one, Jackpot. Explain this one first. What's going on with this picture?
2: Okay.
1: This was, uh, left on the video that I did yesterday. Uh, this is Tristan Smith at, at 9632, um, you know, with the, uh, the the comment in in all caps, it's not money line guys. It's the spread with five hundred exclamation points. Then stupid, but that's what it is. Okay, well, since we want to be all uh, you know, what passive aggressive here? Uh, if you don't, since you don't agree with something, you just want to let the whole world know about it instead of just bringing it to the uh, the attention of the people who run the thing. Look, it takes a little bit of skill. And knowledge and prowess, as it were, to pick games against the spread. Anybody could, you know. We're always going to put our teams in the in each week's uh, lineup of games. Okay, <laughs> so the spread for Clemson and Charleston Southern is fifty. Okay, Great. and Clemson beats them forty-nine to three. Okay, well, Clemson doesn't cover the spread. Well, probably half the people are going to get that right and half are going to get it wrong. If we just went with money lines, everybody's going to pick Clemson and everyone would get that right. There's there's no fun in that. Right. Rob, would you agree with that? I mean, how else would you explain <laughs> that?
0: I, I agree with you, and I think, I think Tristan just misunderstood, and I think that's why he put it out there because he didn't want people uh, – because last season he picked just – it was his first time in the contest, and I think he just got like um confused. And I think that the point of that was to let everybody know it's not just picking the games who you think will win. Now, I do have people that come every week and they're like, it is against the spread, right? I mean, even in week two or three, and I'm like, it doesn't change. So yeah, that's what yeah, the it's
1: little stupid. numbers are out there for. It. Uh yeah. but why it's stupid. <clears throat> why is it stupid? I mean, I, I don't get that. That's how pretty much every contest is run. I mean, CBS runs one too. Same exact yeah. thing. Is it stupid?
0: Look, Tristan's not a Tristan's not a bad dude. He just he was confused, and I think no, he was trying I, to keep other people from being confused. So, look at me defending the Tennessee man. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Moving on from that. All
0: right, but I agree with you, jackpot. That, that what you're saying makes a lot of sense. All right, the next one is this one right here. To read? I'll read this first for everybody. Okay, so, my wife,
1: yeah, my side is yeah, this best. is from
0: Dale Chambers 4787. Laying in the bed, scrolling her phone, and I just turned this on to watch. And when the first two minutes, she was asking if I could please turn it off. She didn't want to hear all that. That language has to be driving people away. She's never heard to ha- never had to say that about a sports talk J stream. Your streams are brutal in mixed company, guys. Uh, okay. so I, I, I don't understand much. the
1: context here. My my <laughs> wife was laying in bed, scrolling her phone and I turned that on. So you turned it on to watch on her phone. So you are sharing the phone. Okay. That's
0: sweet. Or maybe, um, maybe they're laying in bed together and he's watching on his phone and she's over there scrolling on her phone. And you know, maybe okay. that was what was going on. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, within the first two minutes. So I went back and listened to the, the last uh, episode and, uh, yeah rob you curse a lot no i'm just kidding we both curse a lot (laughs) look but this is this is like kind of like i guess you could almost um i don't want to say water cooler talk but i i I would i would say a bunch of guys have been working on a car sitting down and then discussing college football talk you know and it and 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 there there are going to be a few profanities thrown around it's it's not meant to be uh, nasty or off-putting, so uh, I apologize in advance if it is. However, I mean, I, I really don't think that we're going to be able to just totally cut that out. I mean, you know, when I'm having a, a conversation conversation, I get heated about something, I might throw an expletive in there. Enough, f I I try to, to do better, but you know. And and so, so sports talk, Jay. They never heard that. Well, well, that's fine. I'm, and and he does a good show. But for, for Sports Talk Jays is just—it's a, it's a di- totally different format.
0: So. Right. Well, and look. First of all, if we—if uh, we offended your wife, we're sorry. We don't come into the, these shows thinking, "How can we offend Daryl Chambers' wife? How can we do that?" We don't wake up in the morning and clap our hands and think, ah, how can we do that?" Now, I, the thing is, is that we like to think that our show is. At a point where, and, and Jackpot, correct me if I'm wrong, but we want people to feel like they can just come on the show and be a part of the show. It's, it's a guy centered show. I admit that. It's almost like locker room talk is, is kind of the best way to put it, but we don't, we're not trying to offend your wife. Now your wife, yeah, may I, not I like
1: I, 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 and, and we need some female listeners, you know, <laughs> over on the analytics page on the videos, uh, it will tell you uh, if you, if you look at it under, under the audience tab, uh, you know, what percentage of your audience, what what age group they're in, you know, what country they're from. Uh, and, and all of this is, you know, who knows if, if it's accurate. Um, but uh, it, it, you know, 100% of whoever watches my videos most times is male. You know, and, and I mean, we need, we need to get a little of a JJ in the mix.
0: Well, Beth has been watching our show since the, since Conrad was over here broadcasting from Russia. And she is a, a retired educator. I think she taught for Lord only knows how many years. I don't want to speak for her out there. But she did. Uh, she's one of the, the women that listen to our show. And she says she needs she to see it. In
1: 35.
0: Probably. She says she needs to see it when Kale's head explodes, basically. And uh, yeah, you're right about that.
1: You know my first grade teacher you know, she, she was pretty old when I had her I mean excuse me that, well, let me rephrase that when she was my teacher she was pretty old um, at, at Taylor's elementary school and I don't know it's probably a couple of years ago you know just for the heck of it I you know I had her in what that was that was 1982 1982 I think yeah when I was in yeah. first grade anyway I um, I googled her name um uh, she had a her last name was very unique um and i uh, i googled her name uh i don't know a couple of years ago because i was bored and like i found out like she died in like 1997 and i was like oh right. shit you know i felt bad
0: well let's take a couple of comments and biscuits ready to join the program Dwayne says i suppose hearing being skull fuck might be a tad offensive there are, th- there are things that I say on the show sometimes that uh, are not very good, as the wife peers at me right now. Uh, I do not apologize for the guy that was making fun of special needs kids last week when I told him that he should die in a fire. I'm not taking that back. That I still look guys in a fire. So, yeah, there's that. And I, sometimes I feel bad with some of the stuff that I say, but except for that comment. Let's bring Biscuit into the program. Biscuit, you're on the air. Don't curse. It might offend yeah. someone. Yeah, I, I was I'll be calling to
3: complain because, guys, I was in church and I was sitting in a pew during mass and I turned your show on and the priest got upset because you guys were cussing. And then, and oh, then I was in a nursery please. with uh, three year olds and the parents were in there and, and they heard you cussing. So they're mad at you, too. I mean, whatever. Well, what did the guy, priest I mean, What did he have to say?
0: I mean, what that? Yeah, please tell us what your priest said, sir.
3: Nobody by name. Oh, he, yeah. stopped, he, he stopped the mass and, and, uh, Told me I was going to hell and you know that I need to not listen to that that sort of gibberish from, from uh two South Carolina boys.
0: Baylor Man says he misses Comrade. He made the show family friendly. Yeah. Get the hell out of here with that.
3: Yeah, who's family?
0: <laughs> no. Oh goodness. No, I mean,
3: what, what do, like why would you why would you listen to a nighttime YouTube program with someone who you think might be offended by cursing? like or is he was he not aware with aware of the is it the first well, time it, listening to the program or something or
0: if you if no. you listen to the if you listen to our program mm-hmm. though there is some stuff in there that is not it's not just curse words i mean there's you know i think we put some good football content out there uh, and just other things as well but apparently we offended this man's wife and i guess she told him to give us a talking to so you can go back and tell her you gave us a talking to, sir. And I, I'll tell her to send me an email and I'll apologize myself via email. Or she can meet me up, uh, send me a message on Twitter at Good, and I'll apologize to her there. Why would you, apologize? you, Why would
3: you apologize? I don't not know. Send you any booze I don't know. I'm, try, I'm trying to
0: help this guy out. I don't want him to. I don't well, want his wife know, you know, you know, to. You,
3: know, you know how you can help him out? You can tell him to get up and go in his office or something and, and listen to your show. That's how it works.
0: <laughs> That's a good there point. There you go. Get yourself some yeah, AirPods, you sir. There Come you go.
3: So uh, the purpose of my call tonight, though, was, as you guys know, I'm always um, I'm always into, uh, you know, beating up uh, some of my fellow uh, fans in terms of national championships. That's been a thing that's been ongoing for a long time. So I finally I saw an article the other day that was actually created in 2019 where someone actually went through from 2019 and before it doesn't include. Uh, you know LSU, Alabama, and the two Georgia championships. Gee, what do those teams have in common? Can't think. Oh, maybe they're in the same conference. But uh, 2019 and before, all the way all the way back to 1800s, they went through and determined who should be the national championship based on re- that national champion based on the results of the games and who had the better yeah. performance. And I think you guys would be pretty uh, surprised to see how many national championships were taken away from some of our friends, legitimately.
0: Oh, Alabama claims two national titles that were given to them by like, uh, one publication was like, it was literally the Alabama student newspaper. It was like the Dixie Republic. I'm not making that up. It was like, hey, hey, that's, we're going to, they lost four games, but they were, they declared themselves the national champion. And in their hall of champions, a four loss Alabama team is your national championship winner. And they that's not a okay. national
3: championship one year when they were ranked 19th in
1: the uh, AP
0: Yeah, player. that's the year they no, lost
1: i eighth. Um, I'm, I'm confused what you were so or what this article was. So yeah. They're looking at at year by year who which team performed the best or had the best record, but they weren't the national champion. Is that they they looked to find out who was
3: who 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 was the Okay, so they would only give the national championship to a team that actually tried to claim it.
1: But mm-hmm. they
3: also pointed out situations where someone isn't claiming it, but they should. So, for example, there's a year where Tennessee claims a national championship when they lost to Maryland in their bowl game. But Maryland finished undefeated. Well, that's not Maryland smart. finished undefeated 12-0. They beat Tennessee by 15. But Tennessee so, claims a national championship. And so the so Turtles so
1: beat the Voltards, and, and the Voltards are still trying to claim that chip.
3: Yeah, and there's there's a number of those. So this basically mm-hmm. brought <laughs> Alabama. Now this is prior to to COVID, to Alabama's COVID championship in 2020, but it brought their total down to 11. So they have actually 12. What well, everything was, everything
1: was just 12, so. Should have 12. Everything was so much different back then. I know. What was it like in 1969? Um, Texas played Arkansas, and like they were both undefeated, and it was like a. And It was a regular season game, and like there were still like two games left in the regular season. Like, like Texas won or something. And, like in the locker room after the game, when they, they were, Coach Richard Nixon came in there and like proclaimed them as the national champions.
3: Well, what what the argument is is that so they used to declare the the last poll, the last AP poll, and all. Well, actually, they had a ton of polls back then, but the last polls would come out before the bowl games were played. So essentially. A national championship essentially, well, even though they didn't declare national champions, would be declared before the bowl game. So um well, there you the go, argument by fans like of teams that have, have a lot of there. those is that, hey, those are just the rules back then. But if you actually logically use your your brain and have sense, then you know <laughs> you can determine kind of some of them are harder to determine, but you can kind of say, Hey, if I lose in my bowl game, I probably wasn't the best team in the country that year. That sort of thing.
0: Billy makes a point here that that needs to be put out there. Normally, Billy doesn't say anything that makes sense, but this this is valid. He says he forgot to tell you that back then national championships were declared before the bowl games. That is correct. I mean, I hate to bring that up and poo-poo your argument there, but... A lot of times, there were votes that that they put the national champion out before the bowl games were even played. No,
3: that's what I just said. Uh, yeah, no, no, one hundred percent. But what but the problem okay. is is that a lot of people the, the national champion wasn't declared, and a lot of them, including Alabama in the nineteen eighties, went back and looked back at these and and declared themselves national champions. Uh, so, in other words, you, you should be taking into, into account the entire schedule then at that point, not just when some paper decided that they were going to or, some organization decided they were going to declare it and not and ignore a particular game. So mm,
0: good point, sir.
3: So anyway, well, Tennessee was reduced to three. <laughs> because uh, they lost in three of their bowl games. I mean, Alabama was given 11, but they said that in 1953, Notre Dame um, actually should have
1: the claim by far the best team, but they don't claim it for some reason. Um Chris them. Foster over in the comment section oh, here we go says bowl games don't matter unless you're a UGA fan trying to make a point.
3: I don't even know what that means.
0: What's or bowl
1: unless games back,
0: unless you
3: beat Clemson,
0: I guess. And you bowl games bowl games oh. used to mean something and now they don't. I don't Actually I don't back, actually I'd argue
3: back then they meant more because they were actually there weren't as many. And so when you went to a bowl game back in the fifties and sixties, it meant something. I mean, it was a big deal.
0: You went to a bowl game in the eighties. It meant something.
3: Right. I agree. I mean, I mean, compared to like, I I, keep hearing like, like for example, Georgia tech fans will bring up their bowl streak for 17 years. Well, that's not a big deal. That means you went six and six or you got a free pass, went five and seven and got them to approve you to play in in a game because there weren't enough teams to go bowl game. So having a bowl streak these days doesn't really mean as much, but, um, yeah, I would say I would, I would make the argument that in the example I described, if you're, if you're, if you are an undefeated team and you go and play another undefeated team and they beat you by 15 points and they finish undefeated and you don't, I don't think you're the national champion, It's it's not different rules. It's common sense.
0: Yeah. Well, some people don't, if the, it's one of those things where if you're declared that you've got something, you think, uh, you think that, Hey, they said, we've got it. You're not taking it from us. So I, oh, yeah, I, I'm swimming at the same stream that. there.
1: I didn't realize until last night when Mr. Rep Talk called into Uncle Lou's show that you know prior to Paul Johnson leaving, they had made a bowl game like 16 years in a row. Yeah, that's that's
3: actually what made me think of it. I, actually, what you just said, it was a 16. <coughs> um, that's what I'm talking about. now, not that that's anything wrong with that. I mean, that's that's good. But right. all you have to, do what do you have to do to get into a bowl game now? Go six and six, and you have to beat three. Yeah. What? You know FBS teams, isn't that? you? no, they, I mean? they 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 pet, the teams too. So
0: there's there's that.
3: You go three and six against D one, and you're and you're in a bowl game. I mean, it's not a huge huge challenge. Now going on for Tech to go on a streak like that's good.
1: But I it's, can't it's believe tough. they won a national championship. Like I remember it happening. I do too. But, but like it wasn't memorable. Like they had a blemish on the record, though. Like they, they had a tie or something. Right? Like with, yeah, uh, I think they
3: tied North Carolina or something yeah, like that during and, the season. Yeah, what was that, like? the that was nineteen ninety, right? Yeah, but here, yeah, yeah nineteen ninety. But here, yeah. here's the problem with that. So the way the bowls worked out that year. They so for that quote unquote national championship in their bowl game, they played like the 19th ranked Nebraska team who had just gotten destroyed by Oklahoma. So they hadn't they didn't even play a team that was really on that level. Um so it'd be nice to be able to win a national championship by playing the 19th ranked team. Well, oh, here's, here's
0: the thing with with that team, uh that Georgia Tech team, they went 6 0 and 1. Their tie was with North Carolina. They beat Clemson by two at that uh at Bobby Dodd. I remember that game in, in front of forty six thousand people. Holy shit. Uh and then they played Georgia and Athens and beat them by 17. That I just just thinking about Georgia losing by 17 in Athens to Georgia. 10, Did they play the
3: game it's so like it's like a zone. That was that was the gray golf years.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did they played the no, game. I don't, I don't they're big. See, yeah, actually they did. They played the Gamecocks and beat them 27 to 6 at Bobby Dodd. Yep. Their uh, big okay. win
3: was over. I don't know if you remember. They played Virginia. Virginia was number 1 ranked when they played Yeah, It was Herman Moore and who was the other? There was like another Herman on uh, John Moore. John Moore. That was it. They both had the last name. Yeah. Moore. So
0: they won in Charlottesville. They beat Virginia Tech 6 to 3 at Bobby Dodd. Do you remember when? Oh, this, that was this the, is the national championship team. Fuck me. That yeah, was in
1: Virginia, and uh, Sean Moore was the quarterback. And I think it was the year before that, um, and he was he got hurt, and then they played the they played the Vols in the bowl game. I think it was the Sugar Bowl, and their basketball point guard Matt Blunden started at quarterback I uh, in, in spot I of uh, Sean Moore. And uh, well, I think they lost, but yeah,
3: yeah, it's interesting. I want to address one one last thing, like the So, what what are some of the dumbest arguments that you hear fans bring to you? Because one of them that I hear all the time is this. It's usually from Ohio State fans, and it starts with something like, "The SEC is top heavy because the only teams they have are Georgia, Alabama, and LSU." I.
0: I can I can buy into the SEC being top heavy. I think the thing that the the thing that gets me with fans from the Big Ten is that the the thing with the weather. If they had to play in cold weather and snow, those SEC teams wouldn't be worth a shit.
3: But what your, I, but, I just but what's your that top heavy? What does that mean? So so you're only top heavy if you have if you can name what half your teams are national title contenders. Like how many national title contenders can one conference have? Someone has to lose. Okay. I mean, like, I still, I still think
0: and, that. I, and, I, think, I think there's a big drop off from three to four, is, is my is yeah, what I'm trying But the, to say.
1: But the thing, yeah, the difference is to the middling teams in the SEC, like right. the middling teams, like the fifth through the 10th or 11th, are better than the other conferences' middling teams.
3: Yeah. You mean like you mean like the uh, probably the 10th or 11th best team in the SEC, Florida, who beat the Pac 12 champion? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how many how many more like example, I mean, I, I just don't understand how I'm not saying that from top to bottom one to fourteen, all of them are national title contenders, but to sit there and go, it's top heavy because you only have three national title contenders. How many national title contenders does, does do ever have? Well, what what, I mean, what you're
0: saying I mean. makes a lot of sense, but I think what they're trying to say to you is that the number six team in your conference isn't as good as those top three. And they should be treated like the sixth team instead of saying, well, they're the sixth team. They would beat every fucking body in the big 10. Well, I don't buy that. I don't well, buy I mean, that. I think, it,
3: I think it makes sense that our sixth <clears> best team isn't as good as our second or our first best team. That makes yeah. Sense.
0: Well, that, that's, that's my argument yeah, with that, it. But you so have what, people if you're
3: will. Do a comparison. Then you're right. going to do one versus one, two versus two, six versus six. I'll take ours. Who would be our six?
0: Look, and, look and see, look at, look at the Tennessee fans. Tennessee beat the ACC championship, and they spelled championship wrong. <laughs> Taylor made right after him. Tennessee waxed the ACC champ. Okay, you know what? Um, how about we look at, I don't know, Wake Forest putting up a double nickel on Texas A&M. Do you want to bring up stuff like that? They they ran up and down. They'd still be scoring on them. You want to yeah, talk about things like now. that? Okay. okay, so you so so beat Texas a well, no, Hold on.
3: Wake Forest was, what, your third best team in your conference?
0: I don't remember that what season. What was
3: Texas A&M in ours?
0: Tenth? Mm, I don't remember. To be honest with you, they were the yeah. Probably I mean, five the last year. I mean, it,
3: yeah, no, no. We I'm, talking talking like years years been, I'm talking about from like three years ago. They been worse than twelve.
0: Huh? I'm talking about from three years ago, sir. i can't huh? I'm just oh, throwing out random. Oh,
3: okay, So three years ago, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember exactly. So it was 20 – We're talking about twenty twenty. The COVID year?
0: Mm, I think it, it was the year off, the COVID not,
3: year.
0: No, but they played. They played each other in the in the postseason. I'm just saying that it's the first thing that comes out of the simpleton's mouth is, "Oh well, they this team beat the ACC champion." That doesn't that doesn't hold weight, man. Not 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 the way bowl I, games are still. up I now.
3: not hold weight? Those are because teams are the bowl games are completely different level. now. Sir. Are, hold on,
1: those are
0: two. You didn't they have you didn't have the are teams, teams, teams
1: there. Long now or fucking- they play them with nine players on a side mm-hmm. or something. How they do that
3: is legit. And I'll tell you why. Because if, if we were going apples to apples, it would have been Clemson against Georgia. And we know what would have happened there that last year. So, right. so what I'm saying is is if you're playing our second or third best team, or whoever, if you want to claim that, that Tennessee was our number two last year, that's fine. I can look at that. So but the number two went in and played the ACC's number one and what happened?
0: Right. So but that's they, an you argument. Didn't,
3: that's a that's but, a key argument.
0: Okay. I, I don't I don't I, I I've I've broke this down before. The bowl games don't mean as much now as they did before. I don't understand why people can't put that out there. There were things that were going into not just that game but other games too, where you didn't have your best players on the field yeah, because of opt-outs like and everything you else. Tennessee
3: starting quarterback. He
0: didn't that's play. that's fine. That's fine. But it's still across the board. Both teams didn't have the same team they rolled out there on Labor Day.
3: Yeah, but I would say if we we're going to argue what impact players had, I agree with you on some level that 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 some of these bowl games are uh, there's a drop off. And, I, and <laughs> sometimes it's an excuse, you know, from Georgia. We hear from Georgia fans about the Texas game where well, we didn't care about that game and some of it's a BS because, you know, what? Too bad. You know, if you didn't you didn't come there with your A game, you didn't come there with your A game. But Well, but to, but argue to be fair, to be
0: fair in that game, Georgia, Georgia didn't, didn't have some of their players, players there.
3: there. What's that?
0: Well, Georgia didn't have some of their players play in that game.
3: I agree, but I don't like making – It's the same thing. Play. You know what? If they didn't have their – and as a matter of fact, we had a cornerback that sat out and went and was on the sidelines there. Who was it? I forgot who, who we had on the sidelines. Right. And he was a distraction, and it was a problem. But, you know, I'm not going to go to a Texas fan and say, well, we didn't care because that's that's.
0: – I'm bad. not saying it's, it's an, an issue of not them. caring. It's, it's not an issue of not caring. It's not having the same people on the field. That's that's the That's the whole thing from it. I mean that that, and I truly believe that, and I think that's why the bowl like the games, game, I, in my opinion, don't matter anymore. Yeah, I mean, you're we can
3: from the side of Tennessee when you're saying that about that particular game because they didn't have the what are you talking about?
0: Was well, 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 no that last
1: the
3: was that Tennessee game. fans,
0: the Tennessee fans will tell you they didn't need him. They don't need him. That's that's well, that's, that's, a lot of that's That's to low their low benefit.
1: If they,
3: so have they have a backup back. quarterback that can go in and sling, then that's that's what they have. That's to their benefit. It's not the Clemson's benefit. Well, no –
0: Okay. Anything else, sir?
3: No, I reserve the right to call in again, though, later.
0: <laughs> uh, fair enough. Thank you, Biscuit.
3: See All you right, Jackpot.
0: Thanks, man. Let's get to these, uh, these over and under projections here. We'll start with Auburn, sir. Auburn okay. is projected at seven wins. Uh, are you taking the over or under with Auburn?
1: Okay, well, um, let's take a look at their schedule here. Um, start off with UMass at mm-hmm. home. Um, well, I mean they've got a couple of gimme games here in the first three. Uh, that and Samford, they got a couple of wins there. I think um, New Mexico State is another gimme win there at the end of the year. So that's three. They do go on the road to Cal in week two. That's interesting. Um, you know, uh, the uh, they're not a horrible team. Um, right. You know, they're kind of, you know, they they finished in the lower half of the Pac-12 last year, but right. they're not uh, – well, sh- shit, they lost to Colorado last year, I think, didn't they? Were they Colorado's uh, win last year?
0: Uh, I could check that. I don't know for I think sure. they
1: were. Scratch that. So that's four. Uh, um. And and they're over under seven. I don't I don't understand that. I don't know how we can give them seven. Um, you know, they're on the road at Vanderbilt. I think they win there. I'm not sure they. I'm not sure they win. I think they probably get Mississippi State. It's, that's at home. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go under. I still lean under because other than Mississippi State and Vandy, I don't, you know, I just don't see them winning. I don't see them winning another conference game. Yeah, I mean, I think they dropped the game at A and think they dropped the game at Arkansas. Um, yeah, you know, I think they, you know, get beat by Alabama like usual at the end of the season. Just, yeah, I, I'm gonna take the under on that.
0: Well let me give you let me give you some numbers that I've got here. Hugh Freeze, his entire coaching career has one season where his teams did not win eight games or more and that was his final year at old Piss when um you know it, he things were happening. so he um that team was ranked eleventh at the start of the season and only won five games. so, Hugh Freeze, I don't know what the hell he does. There, you know, I, Auburn fans in my Twitter feed are talking freeze warning all the time. I think seven is a push, in my opinion, because I think that they're going to. I want to take the under, but on the other hand, when I look at it, they, you know what? I'm going to go with the under because I don't know who the hell their quarterback's going to be. Well, and
1: I mean, when it comes Thornton to that, guy. I'm just going to take not, the under. This guy, I mean, he was a serviceable quarterback in the Big Ten, right? But I- he, he he's not i don't know if he's sec caliber or not
0: right i'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the under because i'm not really sure on their quarterback so i just i don't i don't like it seems like we felt like this about auburn for the past four seasons jackpot where it's like auburn could be eight and four or they could be four and eight and neither one of us would be surprised
1: yeah, they're a they're a yeah. damn wet fart that these fucking going. Well,
0: so speaking of wet farts, the I'm probably the fourth best team in the state of Florida, the Florida Gators. Their over and under is at five and a half. Jackpot Florida will let's see here. Where's the Florida Gators on my uh, my my chart here? They play at Utah to start the season. Then they have McNeese, Tennessee, Charlotte at Kentucky. Vanderbilt at South Carolina, bye week, then Georgia, Arkansas at LSU, at Missouri and then Florida State. So,
1: See, after the bye week, I mean after the Gamecocks game, I mean that's kind of a brutal stretch. I mean even you could I mean you could even the the game even the, the game at Mizzou. I mean you got to go on the road. I mean that's you know this is a that's a tough stretch of games there for uh, the Gators. Well,
0: Here's here's my thing with them. Uh, I it, it is interesting that like we one of my big things last year was I thought they were going to be the shits against Utah and they ended up winning that game and Utah ended up being having a good season and they essentially kept kept Utah out of the uh, out of the mix there but uh, I I think they'll win over McNeese Charlotte uh, Vanderbilt and after that i mean it's hard for me to sit here and say okay there's gonna be a uh another win or two that they, here or there to get them into the five win mark so I, I it's hard for me to pick them to go over five and a half jackpot it really is
1: yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with under i mean i think they win like five games i think they win those and then they pull out something there you know i mean and I, i'm not you know i'm not I'm not sold on the Gamecocks uh, beating them either. I mean, last year was less than a year ago. I mean, and we we have a tough time with them stopping that run game. So,
0: so I've had two Tennessee fans that have said something to me uh, via Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and said until that Tennessee goes down and wins in the swamp, they're not. They don't think that's an easy win either. And I mean, I think. It's not. I mean, winning down there is not is not easy. So, but I, I I just think that they're. I think he's two recruiting classes behind, in my opinion. I think that's and that that program still has the Will Muschamp stench on it. Remember, everything that Champ touches turns to shit. So they still have that, even though he was he went to another program. I so can't there, wait. Yeah.
1: For the sho- I can't wait for the shoemaker guy to get a head coaching job somewhere and for them uh, Georgia to make him the full-fledged defensive coordinator. Yeah. Guys ask. I mean, South Carolina, he was supposed to be, everybody talked about, he was a brilliant defensive mind. Our defenses were not good under him. Especially the last couple of years, they were terrible. And we had talent there. I mean, you had J.C. Horn. I mean, you had a first-round draft pick.
0: No, he was the first defensive player taken in the NFL draft. That that is that's an absolute fact. But this whole idea that Muschamp is just this great coach—that and the fact he defended a guy who let a guy die under his watch—that's that's that's, he's a he's a scumbag. Fuck that guy.
4: Uh, Um,
0: Next up on the list is Alabama. I started. Normally I go in alphabetical order. I have my paper wrong, but Alabama over and under ten and a half jackpot. Let's look at the Tide schedule real quick here. Middle Tennessee, Texas, at South Florida. Why is Alabama playing at South Florida? What the fuck is that? Um, Ole Piss, at Mississippi State, at A&M, Arkansas, Tennessee, bye week. LSU, at Kentucky, Chattanooga, and then at Auburn. Ten and a half, Jackpot.
1: Eat over. Easy, it's over. <clears throat> they got something to prove. I'm telling you, there are too many people doubting that team this year.
0: Yeah. They, uh, well, did. and didn't we we kind of said that on the program last week that uh, if you're betting against Nick Saban, you generally lose a good bit. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, so then, i i I love these. I love these people. Who are like, oh, they're going to lose to Texas. The toughest game on their schedule is LSU, in my opinion. They
1: have one of the best secondaries in the country, probably yes. the best. I mean. Texas come in and beat I mean until until it happens I mean yeah last year was you know Alabama you know they really dodged a bullet there um.
0: <clears throat> so we're both going over right yep all right next is uh Arkansas Arkansas let's look at their schedule really quick here Arkansas goes to they have Western Carolina man Jesus look at listen to this shit Western Carolina Kent State. Then they have BYU at home. Then they go to LSU. They play Texas A&M. They play at Ole Piss. Uh, they go to Bama, Mississippi State, bye week, then at Florida, Auburn, FIU, and then Missouri on a Friday. Over and under is at seven. I'm going to go under.
1: You're going under?
0: I'm going under because I, I just – when I I think that KJ Jefferson could be a guy that he could have like this big huge season and I, and I get that, but I just I I think that just looking at the schedule, I mean I don't think they may lose to BYU. I think LSU beats them. I think they lose at Ole Miss. I think they lose at Bama. Um, Auburn may get them. And remember, they are Arkansas is Mizzou's toilet, so I think Mizzou beats them too.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not buying that. I think they beat Auburn and I think they get the Mizzou monkey off their back this year. I think somebody else does this year too. I mean it's just time. I mean just you know numbers would tell you that <clears throat> they beat Mizzou. Um and I and they're not they're not losing to BYU. Come on.
0: They might, never know. Uh Georgia over and under is eleven and a half, Jackpot. I mean the the Bulldogs have are they going 12-0 and 0 or not? That's basically what we're rolling with here. Um, there's a lot of talk about maybe their schedule is the shits. Um, when you look at the Georgia schedule, I mean, they play UT Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, UAB at home, four straight games to start the season before they head to a rebuilding Auburn. They come home for Kentucky, go on the road to Vanderbilt by week, then the Florida matchup, followed by Mizzou at home, as well as Old Piss. Then they go to Tennessee, and then they play at Georgia Tech. Okay, oh.
1: okay, I... Uh, you know, yes, their non-time schedule is soft. I mean, they can't help it that Georgia Tech's not any good. I mean, is that their fault? And, mm-hmm. I mean, then there was that whole debacle, whole thing with the Oklahoma game that they had scheduled. They canceled it, but, I mean... I was told the SEC told them to cancel it. So, you know. But then they are going to get besmirching for having a weak schedule because they had to replace Oklahoma with somebody. I guess they replaced him with UAB or Ball State. I don't know. Right. Um, you know, I just, I'm going to go over because if you're going to screw up somewhere and you're an elite team like that, you're generally going to screw up on the road. And, you know, they're not losing to Tennessee. Just stop. I mean, they're not losing at Tennessee. And then outside of that, you know, none of these road games that they play are particularly daunting to me. Um, Vanderbilt, no. Uh, at Auburn, is Auburn's the shits. Well, maybe Auburn gets it. That's kind of earlier in the season. Maybe Auburn gets a little something going. I don't know. And maybe at the, towards the end of the year it might not be a little bit of a tougher out for somebody. But. Um, at that point, I don't, I don't see it.
0: So it's hard to, it's hard to pick, uh, against all that talent and say, Hey, they're going to go 12 and zero. but you know, I'm going to go with the under and say that they go 11 and one and they slip up somewhere. Cause it's just too hard to do that over and over and over again. Um, and you know, no Stetson Bennett. I think that may come back and bite them and new offensive coordinator. Ah. Maybe they'll slip up somewhere. I don't know where it's gonna be, but they may drop a game they have no business dropping, and I still think they go to the SEC championship game. So
1: well, that's Big what Jordan. I was thinking too. If you know, if I had picked a loss there, I would say they still they still go to the SEC game. I mean, maybe Georgia Tech gets them.
0: Uh, let's not yeah. get crazy here.
1: I mean, I know you know, but um <laughs> yeah.
0: so. Look, the next one is Kentucky over and under for the Wildcats is at six and a half. I mean, I feel dirty reading this schedule, but Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, Akron, at Vandy, home with Florida, home with Florida, at Georgia, Mizzou, bye week, home for Tennessee, at Mississippi State, Alabama on at home. They go to South Carolina and then they play Louisville. Uh, over and under six and a half jackpot.
1: Yeah, I like I like the quarterback. I like Devin Leary at quarterback. You know, I think the lines of scrimmage. I think the offensive line is going to be improved. You know, they have <clears throat> transfer talent there. They've got a really good receiving core to complement Devin Leary. Um, Ray Davis from Vanderbilt is an effective rusher, and then along with uh, the uh, Devin Leary sidekick there. Uh, from NC State who, uh, you know, wouldn't come to South Carolina but decided to go to Kentucky to be a backup. Um, <laughs> you know, six and a half, I mean, you at least you got like four, four gimme games here. You know, I think they get the revenge win against Vandy. Um, one of the one of the things here it's really going to be one that really turns this one way or the other <laughs> is the game at Mississippi State because they don't play well in Starkville. And they haven't won there since, I think it's, I don't remember. I think it's like 2007 was the last time. And they play each other every year was the last time they won in Starkville. Can they get that monkey off their back? I don't know. Um, Do they win at Louisville? A lot of people are high on Louisville. I'm not really sure why. Um, I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over, uh, and I'm I'm not totally convinced the Gamecocks are beating them either um you know
0: I man that non-con schedule is just bullshit. they're playing a Mac well, it does every year stuff.
1: that's the, that's what they play every ridiculous yeah you know, they haven't played a, they have not played, played a power five opponent in the non-conference besides Louisville since 2003 Two, yeah. 20 years ago they played Indiana in the non-con. And that was uh, the only other played play besides Louisville. That is just Tracking. disgusting.
0: Very Florida-like. Uh, Wesley, thanks for the super chat. He says he can't wait to kick them Shane cox in the Nads this year. Go Vols. Very good, sir. You know what? I'm going to go with Jackpot because Wesley of their non after
1: 63:38, uh, good to see him back again. Yeah, I mean, he took – still he needs, alive, I wondered for a while. Needed, that he, he
0: needed a break, Jackpot. He Jack was dead, so – Yeah, he probably was. He was Casper. He was Casper the ghost was not here. So I'll take the over with Kentucky there. Cause they've only got, they win their non-con schedule and then eh. I think Devin Leary though. I mean, the guy's playing coming back from a torn peck. That shit takes a while to heal. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work out for him. So there you go with that. All right. Up next jackpot is Mississippi state. Mississippi state is at six and a half wins, sir.
1: This, uh, that that, that just really hard to predict. Really hard to predict, right? You know, you've got, you got to think they're going to have an emotional chip on their shoulder this year. Um, so, I mean, I don't know how far that carries them. Uh, new offense. How is Will Rogers adjust to more of a pro style attack? Um, from the, uh, the old air raid offense that that Mike Leach is running. I, 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 and then their schedule. If I can you know pull up a schedule here.
0: I got their picture. schedule. They've got SLU, uh Arizona, LSU okay. at South Carolina, Alabama, uh, Western Michigan, bye week at Arkansas, at Auburn, Kentucky, at AM, Southern Miss, and then Old Piss.
1: See, I mean, I only see three. I only see three games there that are layups. I mean, the game at home against Arizona. You know, Arizona's improved a lot, and a lot of people are high on them. Mississippi State last year um, went out there and kind of had their way with them in the fourth quarter. But is that game this year? I mean, does that does that turn out the same? I mean, I'm not sure.
0: It's hard to it's hard to predict with them because we don't know what kind of team they're gonna be. We really don't. We don't. I mean, we don't know shit to be honest. I'm gonna with you.
1: play it safe. I'm going under.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with, under as well.
1: We're going under with the old boot bogs. <laughs>
0: All right. LSU is our next team here. They've got Florida State, and that's at a neutral site. Grambling, followed by Mississippi State on the road, Arkansas at home, then Old Piss. They go to Mizzou, Auburn, Army. By week, they didn't. They didn't do a Tennessee and not schedule Army. By the way, they're fucking them. We'll play the Army, folks. Let's say they said bring. Play, yeah, bring on Army. We're not scared of them.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Florida, Georgia State, and then Texas A and M. So over and unders at nine and a half for LSU. Uh, first of all, let me put this out there. I know you guys think that I'm an ACC apologist and everything else they're going to beat the shit out of Florida state. They're going to bring all this FSU hype back down to nothing. I, the more and more I look at, at Florida state and their, their coach and just uh, LSU has uh, Kelly, I think is, is he did more than I thought he was going to do last year, but yeah, I, I think, I think they beat the shit out of Florida state. So I think that's definitely one win there. Uh, I think they beat be grambling. I mean, I, the the tough games on the schedule obviously are at at Alabama and i mean i guess at Ole Miss i, I mean i think lsu goes over i really do yeah i think lsu goes over
1: i think they go over as well um and and that with that florida state game that would be the uh the deciding factor there and i just don't think i just don't think defensively that Florida State's going to uh, have all the answers there. I, I just yeah. I really don't. I don't know that they. I don't know that LSU beats the shit out of them, but uh, yeah. I think they do. I think they get a, a convincing win.
0: All right, up up next is uh, Mizzou. Over and under of six and a half wins. Mizzou's schedule is as follows, sir. Mizzou will play. Where's Missouri? Okay, they've got South Dakota, Middle Tennessee State. Arkansas, uh, excuse me, Kansas State, Memphis, at Vandy, LSU, at Kentucky, South Carolina, bye week, at Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, and Arkansas, over and under six and a half.
1: See, I think it's, I mean, I think this is another six and six team. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go <laughs> under, um, I think it's a six and six team, I think, I think they'll be they'll be good defensively again, but I I think their offense is just challenged, and and which I, is sad. I mean, bad because they have some good receivers, um, they just don't have well, have a, a quarterback they can get it to them, and this we already saw this um, uh, whatever this kid's name is last year,
0: Brady but, Cook.
1: Yes, uh, he's not very good. Um, now he played well against the Gamecocks. Um, good enough to win, uh, but yeah, I don't,
0: um, I don't know. I, so I, don't. I, I think that looking at the schedule, the hinge game for them, in my opinion, to get the over is going to be the matchup with um, with Kansas state. If they can beat Kansas state at home, I think they'll start the season five and zero. I really do. And then after that, they'll they'll play LSU and come back down to Earth. So, you know, I think they're their not, defense is going.
1: They're not beating Kansas State.
0: They're playing Kansas State at home. I'm just saying it's the hinge game, Jackpot. Yeah. That's all I'm they're, saying. They're not be- Kansas <clears> State.
1: <throat> what the, the deal with them is Kansas State does less and more. Kansas State is much better coached than, than Mizzou is. I think Eli Drinkwitz. That's not he, saying much there. He he made some uh, some good comments the other day about uh, NIL and all that good stuff. But other than that, he's a, he, he's a he's fucking tard as far as in-game coaching and just decision-making. Um, you know, he can recruit it, the hell out of that damn place. But, you know, when it comes to game day,
0: oof. He runs this. It's like you can literally call the plays. He's got like seven plays that he calls. It's okay. fucking stupid. So, I, you know what, <laughs> just because of that, I'm going to take the under. Fuck, fuck Mizzou. He only Sorry. needed,
1: like, four plays to beat
0: us. Yeah, well, that what does that say about you? Uh, up next is uh, Ole Miss, over and under is seven and a half. Look, when Ole Miss, their season goes with Mercer, they go two to Lane, uh, Georgia Tech at Alabama, LSU, Arkansas, bye week at Auburn, Vandy, Texas A&M, at Georgia, Louisiana Monroe, and then, of course, the Egg Bowl. Over and under is that seven-and-a-half jackpot. Which way are you rolling there?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go over somehow on <laughs> old Miss. I mean, he's got I – mean Lane Kiffin's got his choice pretty much of, of three, at least we know two, uh, proven quarterbacks. And then he's got a third really, really young, talented one. Uh, that he's, he's got should, one of the
0: best running backs in the conference too. So He's got that. the
1: best running back in the conference he's got rushed for like 1600 yards last year as a freshman um you know as long as that defense those lines of scrimmage hold up i think i mean they've got a good returning offensive line i i think Ole miss is going to be something to deal with and, and that game there the the, the game against georgia if, if that were on the road you know that might be a potential slip-up spot for them um but i don't george they're not losing to uh they're not losing to Ole Miss in in Sanford Stadium,
0: but um. so I I I I believe in Lane Kiffin having more than seven seven or eight wins, so I'm I'm gonna take the over there. He'll man manufi- I mean, just that the skill positions they're gonna be fine.
1: Yeah, and Coon uh, makes a good point. He put 1600 yards last year, uh, Quinchon Junkins, and that was splitting carries with Zach Evans. Yeah, Uh, who's not there anymore? He was uh, a transfer portal guy, come from from uh, uh, TCU, I think. Um, so I mean, that's you know.
0: Um, up next is Tennessee. Their over and under is at nine wins jackpot. Uh, you know, everybody's in love with uh with Joe Milton the third. Um, here's the thing with that though, and I think that. I want to say, maybe Biscuit said this a couple weeks, I don't remember, but someone else said this and it kind of shined the light on it here. Milton is going to come in and he's got, I think it's like 70% of their offense is gone. The idea that he can just come in and do what Hendon Hooker did, I think is just fool's gold in my opinion. I, I I just don't see it, but Let's look at the Tennessee schedule here. They play Virginia, Austin P. They go to Florida, UTSA, followed by South Carolina at home. Then a bye week before they play Texas AM. Then they go to Alabama, to Kentucky, Yukon. That's a weird place for a game like that. Then at Mizzou, Georgia, and Vanderbilt. I mean, <clears throat> I think that uh, nine wins, I. <sighs> It's it's kind of hard to 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 take the over there, so I'm going to go with the push jackpot at nine.
1: I th- I'm going to I'm gonna you know I I'm not sold on them beating Georgia. Obviously, uh, I think they're losing to Alabama. Uh, you're not winning in Tuscaloosa. I don't care what you did last year. That uh, year was last year. Uh, it was magical for a reason. Um. Yeah. And then you, you then you're losing to someone else. That uh, that the, the, you know it, it could be that game against Kentucky. It could be that uh, you know you know you could lose to the Gamecocks again. I mean, you I, you I just say or because you're so you're so focused on beating South Carolina by fifty, uh, you may lose by yeah. ten. Um, no, but
0: I have had Tennessee fans say that until they go down to Florida and actually win. Stop trying to just count that as oh we're just going to check that off as a win. Yeah, are they that. a better
1: team? There's this this game mean, <laughs> against Texas A&M at home, you know right. I don't know. I think I think Tennessee beats A&M in Knoxville. I, you know everybody's real quick to talk about well you know jackpot. Uh, Texas A&M got all this talent without letting you know who the talent is that they think's talented. I mean, nobody can. Nobody can tell us this. So that's yeah, later. The, is that later in the year? I think it is. Right. Bo and Bobby Petrino may be at each other's throats by that point. Um, right. Uh, and I mean, how, so, how sold? How sold are we on them beating Virginia?
0: Oh, they're gonna they're gonna beat the shit out of Virginia. Virginia's going <laughs>
1: They're
0: gonna they're gonna. I, I think they'll win that game by. Probably seventeen or more, but and there laugh, are games in that schedule. Laugh,
1: that also the week before, the week before they play the Gamecocks. That game against UTSA, um, I think it may be a little bit too close for comfort. Look, it's, not, fair it's
0: warning. not far; it's not far fetched to think they could start zero and two in conference play. I mean, you're going to win at the swamp. I mean, that's what you're saying. Okay, we're going to go down and win at the swamp, and then we're going to. Beat a South Carolina team that beat us, beat the shit out of us last year.
1: We're going to beat them by 50.
0: Yeah, we're going to beat them by 50, which, by the way, no one has went to at Rob Sounds Good and said, Hey, I'll give you South Carolina in 49. Well, Would not. anybody be shocked if they started the season 0 2 in conference play? Probably not. It's not like they go down to Florida and win every damn time they play down there anyway. And the last time they played South Carolina, they got goat roped. So there's that. Chris but,
1: Foster said South, South Carolina can't score in New England. Uh-huh.
0: How how does what are you talking about, sir?
1: I scored 22 two years ago. I mean the Jesus. year before that I think I scored 21. I we uh, mm. the score there. Um, <laughs> that that game the year before that 2019 that 2019 game that really that really ticked me the fuck off. I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you, we we're beating their ass, 21-17 at halftime. They wasted. If you remember Brian Edwards, you remember the yep. that young man made a one-handed catch, falling backwards into the end zone right at the end of the half. Do you remember that, Rob? I do. Yeah, and then 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 they let Tennessee ride a blocked punt in the second half to a damn cheap ass victory. Stupid Will Muschamp over the damn after the game, but that's stupid. Stupid smirk on his face. I I just wanted to smack the shit out of him.
0: Well, and look, and they're talking about uh, South Carolina's only won three times in Nealon. Well, look, when you really are are talking about.
1: Tennessee was actually good at one point. They actually were viable at one time and had a pulse.
0: But the thing that gets me, though, is that when I say something along the lines of, you know, maybe South Carolina could go in there and beat them. I mean, it's not, then they're like, okay, they only won in there three times. But when we talk about Florida and them playing Florida, when you look at, they've won, uh, the last time they won in Gainesville was in 2000, I'm sorry, in 2003. That's the last time you won in Gainesville. So under your logic there that, that South Carolina's only won three times in Neyland, then I guess I can say that you can go and lose oh, to a there shitty you team so this morning. <laughs> <Wow.
1: laughs>
0: yeah, I mean <laughs> just snap with all that. Uh I don't know how their defense Foster is gonna look. So nine is nine's a fair a fair number, I think. I really do.
1: Chris Foster said Tennessee averaged 42 in Nealan under Hypel. Yeah, against what? Akron and and who else did they be up? Ball State it's last year.
0: With all that. <clears throat> so I, I don't I'm not into all that. I mean it's just
1: Oh well, well, we beat Alabama I, I don't, though.
0: Yeah, you beat Alabama, and you gave a. I mean, Alabama walked all over the field on you too. The Alabama defense didn't show up, but I think nine wins is me being fair. Why? Why? It's and look at this. Taylor made says Rob's obsessed with Tennessee. Most people agree with me. Nine wins is not. I mean, that's a hell of a season. I'm
1: obsessed with them. They were the ones that came <laughs> in on the over under list.
0: Yeah, I didn't pick the over and under list. I got them at, at a push for nine.
1: The alphabetical order <clears throat>
0: I mean, I hope you lose to Austin Peace, so I could all all you people will go away. Yeah. Pull a Wesley and leave when uh, a team hammers your ass. That would be funny. Uh, so Hunter says so. Rob's not on to statistics. Classic idiot comment. What comment did I make, sir? That was that was about statistics. What are you talking about? I'm surprised you spelled statistics correctly. Uh, Texas A&M, over and under of eight and a half, Jackpot. Which way are you going there with the Aggies? Uh, Their schedule, we'll give you that quickly here. New Mexico. Under. Under, okay. New Mexico at Miami, Louisiana Monroe, Auburn, Arkansas, Alabama at Tennessee, South Carolina at Ole Miss, Mississippi State, um, ACU. I don't even know what that is. And then at LSU. Yeah, Abilene yeah, Christian. Dusty Rhodes
1: yeah. played baseball there one year.
0: <laughs> They're going to beat up on the Christians. So, yeah, I've got them. Uh, I'm going to go under on Texas A&M because they have the potential to be a dumpster fire with their offensive coordinator and their head coach just trying to, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like this is going to be combustible Um, under under for them.
1: Hold on. Uh, Broski Bear wants me to explain the Penn State hat. This is not a. An ugly comment. He, he actually was excited that I had that on. So, uh, have relatives in, in Pennsylvania. Uh, also, go there every year. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to get to go this year. Um, but that's like, that's my second favorite team um, outside the Gamecocks. Has been for a long time. So, uh, you know, I support Penn State. I, okay. you know, I catch a lot of flack, you know, because of the the – Jerry Sandusky, know, yeah, whatever. I mean, and, and people to <laughs> me throw out throw out jabs about stuff like that are just low class. Now me, now it's different. I can throw out barbs about Clemson's, uh, yeah. you know, linebacker recruit snapping pictures and putting them on my uh, his only friends or whatever the fuck. But I mean, this that's not those weren't young kids. I mean, this is just stupid uh, hijinks, um, and that. So.
0: Well. Anyway, I, I think we both have Texas A and M at under and Jack. Pult's yeah, I, I prove Nothing. it to
1: me and I'll believe it. I, I just I don't think they're beating Tennessee at Tennessee. I don't, you know, they're not beating LSU or Alabama. I, you know, I don't. I'm not sold on them beating Ole Miss or Arkansas either. Um, you know the 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 other games. Yeah, you know, but I'm just. <coughs> Yeah, to show me something. They, Miami, that's a that's an odd. Um, well, it's not an odd spot for a game. It's a return of a right. home home series, um, and I don't know, I don't know where to go with that one. It was a close game last year. Neither team was very good. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of inclined to think A wins, but I it, would it would it shock me if Miami beats them? No, not at all.
0: <clears throat> we'll have to see how that works out two teams left jackpot vanderbilt over and unders at three and a half the commodores have hawaii alabama a&m at wake forest at unlv followed by kentucky mizzou uh florida georgia
1: I don't know what happened to him. I'll go on ahead and talk about Vanderbilt real quick. If anybody can hear me, I don't know if you can or not. I guess Rob's having some, uh, some, uh, I guess he's having some audio difficulties over there. Uh, take the under on Vanderbilt. Everybody's saying over in the comment section. Take the under on Vanderbilt. Uh, they, they snuck up and beat a couple of teams in the SEC last year. The, the win over Kentucky was a good win. The win over Florida was kind of a – it was kind of a little bit of a cheap win. They kind of benefited from a little bit of turnover luck and stuff. I don't think they're going to be able to get that this year. You're not not going to be able to replicate that every year. And plus, you know, these, these SEC teams are not going to – kind of overlook them this year because they know that they're capable of winning sec games. So I think they get three non-con wins there. I don't think they right. beat Wake Forest, and I don't think they beat anybody else in conference.
0: All right. So my dog ran across my cord back here and unplugged my stuff. So that took me a second, but yeah, I, I I'm, I'm taking the under, I think they beat Hawaii, Alabama, A and M and at UNLV. I think that, I think they may lose that game. They may go two and 10. They lost their well, best the player. The time
1: they played UNLV was in 2019 <laughs> in Nashville, and they lost 37 to 10. Now, that was yeah. under Derek Mason. Uh, but yeah. you know, um, uh, UNLV is actually coached by a viable uh, Power Five coach in uh, one Barry Odom.
0: Fuck <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Try that first. Sorry. You said that and didn't smile. I was like, fuck, Barry Odom. Of
1: of former, uh, formerly of Mizzou. All
0: right. So final team here, and we're going to do game-by-game prediction on South Carolina as we get closer to the season. But South Carolina over and under of six wins. Shane Beamer has gone over in both of his seasons, and he's been there. Uh, When you look at South Carolina's schedule, they've got North Carolina to start the season. Followed by Furman at Georgia, Mississippi State at Tennessee, bye week, then Florida at Mizzou, at A and M, Jacksonville State, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, and then Clemson at home. I I think that six wins. I mean, I see I see seven games on there that I think the Gamecocks will be favored going into that matchup. So I think six is low in my opinion.
1: Yeah, um, it's just it, it, it's it's with us. It's the same thing. It seems like every year and, lock and of depth, lack of depth, lack of depth. There's, there's just too many. There's too many toss-up games on that schedule. There's too many. There's too many toss-up games. I mean, like I, I'm not giving out my official prediction yet. I still got to do my my video on that. But you know, there are a few games on there that I'm chalking up as. Very likely losses. You know, it's about three of them there, um, and then uh, a couple, a couple of three gimme games, and then the rest are toss ups. And I just don't know which way they're going to go. You know, <laughs> I don't know what Mizzou is going to be by then. I, I and laugh if you want to. I mean, I don't feel great about the game at, at home against Kentucky. Uh, in late November, I just, I well, don't feel great about it. I think they're going to be improved. You know, it's easy to say, well, things are back to normal. You know, we beat Kentucky last year, you know, and, and kind, of rest, kind of, you know, I don't think that's the attitude, but it just seems like that could be a, a pitfall. Um, you know, you still got to get that Mizzou monkey off your back. You know, the game against Florida. Yeah, Florida's a dumpster fire and everybody laughs at them. But the fact of the matter is, uh, Trevor Etienne and Montreal Johnson Jr. are still scoring touchdowns.
0: I I think my thing with, with South Carolina is I don't know who the running back's gonna be. And well, it's um, gonna be Dak
1: joyner. We know that.
0: But how effective is Dak Joyner going to be? We don't have a lot of you know, you have to show me that you're gonna be the running back.
1: Um, I mean, I, yeah, mean, I, yeah, I, and I don't know. I mean, you know, <laughs> we've heard out of, out of practice, that he looks great. I mean, you know, he's you know he's working hard at it. He's doing everything they ask him to. but here the thing is, the guy has never played running back before at any level, right. other than maybe Pee Wee League. I don't know. Um, he's not been a <clears throat> running back, and now we're going to be a starting running back in the SEC. Right.
0: Yeah, how how is his body going to take that? Because you're getting hit every play as a running back too. There, there's that. I I don't know, and that's the thing. Uh, The linebacking core is that still a question? The secondary, how are they going to? uh, I mean, they've lost some players there. Um, You know, our defense is just going to, um, you know, double double team uh, Juice Williams and make Rattler throw to other guys that aren't really haven't really had an opportunity to put up big numbers yet. I don't know. And that's, that's kind of why it's hard for me to sit here and say, I mean, I see seven games that I I think that Las Vegas will tell you they should be favored. And so I'm going to take the over there, but there are a lot of questions there. The running at the running back room first, a second receiver after juice Wells and um, you know the, the offensive line is always there.
1: Second receiver behind you.
0: Well, but are any of them proven though? I mean, let's let's be honest. Proven. Both well, is, is got David
1: Lewis from uh, Memphis. You know, caught almost a thousand yards worth of balls last year. Well,
0: and, and and that's fair. But nobody saw Juice Wells coming either. Maybe Shane Beamer found another guy and that could line up on the other side. None of us really know that yet.
1: Xavier Leggett is a is a quality receiver. He's got a big body. Um his hands last year were a problem. Um, and, and if you're playing receiver, that's in that I'm saying he dropped a lot of balls. Um, yeah. if you're going to be a receiver. That's a, that, that's a issue. Um, you know, a uh, Miriam Brown, the little, little, little speedster. Um, you know, he's kind of effective on jet sweeps and some reverses and stuff and getting out of space a little bit. Now, I don't know, uh, what his role is going to be in the Rudy Bob offense?
0: Um, right, but Brock says I I'm not going to look. players,
1: uh, player's going to look different in the Rudy Bob system uh, versus the uh, the 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 Marcus Satterfield wheel of fuckery system from last season.
0: I I don't think the entire team is is garbage, sir. That's not what I was, was implying. I I think that Spencer Rattler is going to be a top three quarterback in the conference. I really believe that. And I, I like the defensive side of the ball a a good bit. I think that your defensive coordinator does the best with what he's got and they're trying to get more, more guys there to help him. So, um, uh, I feel more better about them than, than a lot of other teams that are in the same, uh, I'm
1: not. I'm, uh, I'm. I'm leaving off Trey, <clears throat> Trey Knox and uh, and and the Simon guy from Western Kentucky at, at uh, tight yeah, end. Those are going to be good players for us. Um, Nick Harbor, I you know
0: I, we don't know. We don't know.
1: Got some world class speed. We know that. I mean, is he going to yeah. be able to run these routes? And is he going to be able to learn the route trees and and that type of stuff? So we'll have to see. Um, All right. Uh, Let's get. Um, to,
0: uh, I'm sorry. Go
1: ahead. I need to address a couple. Of, um, D tiki Tiki-tiki-tiki, Hold on. Um, Twisted Rooster said that Montreal Johnson was not at Florida anymore. Uh, according to the Phil Still magazine, he is. Uh, Trevor Etienne's the starting running back. Montreal Johnson's a backup, unless he got kicked <laughs> off the team recently, which is entirely possible. <coughs> in Florida. Um. Yeah, uh, somebody says Memphis with a bunch of question marks. Yes, Memphis. It's a team in uh, what, Tennessee. Conference USA? No, the AAC. Yeah. You know them, they're the Tigers. Taylor Made the Tennessee man. You know, they beat you before. Um, yeah. I think when Peyton Manning was there. Didn't they beat Tennessee? <clears throat> I know they did.
0: Uh, jackpot, uh, Rob has an SEC bias, has been waiting for like 30 minutes. Let's bring him in the show. I put the link over there if you guys want to join us. What do you have for the program, sir?
2: What's up, guys? How are y'all doing? Good. What well, you got? Uh, I was just scrolling through. Uh, I think seven wins is probably good for South Carolina, but I always go into the season, you know, kind of expecting us to take one of the, <clears throat> you know, harder three games we have. So who knows what happens with that? But I think we'll be guaranteed to beat at least one of Georgia, Clemson, or ten- Tennessee. Um. <laughs> But what I wanted to call about is more about coaching. Um, I mean, do y'all think right now Shane Beamer and Josh Heupel are two of, like, the hottest coaches right now? Because I imagine it's a matter of time before someone starts to try and swoop in and get Beamer out from under us, just with what he's done already. But what do y'all think?
0: You want to go first, Jack Potter? (laughs)
1: They definitely are two of the hottest uh,
0: newer coaches.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't can't argue with that. Right. Now Heupel's been in the head coaching game a couple of years longer than Beamer has. Oh, yeah. um,
2: Central Florida, would not he? Yeah, he's yeah, he he's at,
1: uh, he's yeah. at UCF. Um, yeah, both of both of them have them have their teams on an upward trajectory, uh, as Billy Cole would say. That's uh, that's for sure. Uh, as far as somebody going in poaching Beamer from South Carolina, I mean, I, it's possible. I think they would try. He says he wants to be at South Carolina. It's the only place he wants to be. I don't know. That's kind of probably a lot of coach speak. Um, you know, somebody said, so, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm not high on the coach at Virginia Tech. Uh, they might cut this guy loose after this year. Or after next year, would he go to Virginia Tech if they came calling? I mean, that's where he went. That's where his dad coached. I don't know. I don't know that Virginia Tech can outbid South Carolina. And, I, I think
0: South Carolina is a better job than Virginia Tech is right now. Oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, Virginia so. Tech's an absolute dumpster fire. I don't know what Do happened to
2: that schools- program. That, that, that was just sad. Do you think the school would just match whatever offer came in on them? Like, how do you think that would play out? Or well, South Carolina's got
0: football? more money. They've got more money. I mean, look, it's not going to come down to money. It's going to come down to, does Shane Beamer just, is it just a, a thing with his heart that he wants to go and coach where his dad coached? I think that's what it will be. It's not going to be an issue of funding or what, you know, a coaching pool numbers and all that. I don't think it's going to be any of that. I, mean, I really really don't I think it's gonna be do you want to go where your dad coached and there's nothing that you know I don't think South Carolina has that's the only thing against South Carolina if it, when it comes to that but I mean he seems to love it there too that was where he kind of kind of grew his coaching wings and no, all that shit there so
1: he didn't cut there, his teeth so. at Virginia Tech so and, <clears throat> I mean you know if 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 he um you know if he continues, with the success this year, I mean, I think that South Carolina will do whatever they have to do to keep him there. And I don't, I mean, I just, I don't think that, I think he's, I think he's one that is, is for carving his own path out. So.
0: Yeah. As far as Hypo goes, everybody talks about how he's going to go to Oklahoma. I, uh, I, I don't, I mean, Oklahoma can pay the money to get him. I mean, he Oklahoma played football has- there.
2: Yeah. And Oklahoma well, has a like coach. that. Cause Brent would probably come to- <laughs> Back to Clemson with his tail in between
0: his uh, legs. I, I don't know. I don't know if that'll work or not. But, I mean, as far as Hypo leaving, I don't think it'll be money with Tennessee. I mean, they'll just take a couple of those bags that they were giving recruits and just put them He's in his golf cart. It'll be fine. I mean, it won't be a money thing there. So,
2: Well, I was looking up. Uh, Hunter
0: says, hold on. Look, look, Hunter says, no one says that, Rob. No one says that. Really? Really? Okay, so. Says hmm. that about
2: what?
0: Yeah, cigars and bourbon said it in the fucking chat that you're in, dude. Hypel is an OU coach in waiting. Oklahoma fans have been saying that forever. Stop it. Tennessee fans are just ridiculous. Well, so I mean there's I mean, that
2: I don't I can't see I don't see Venables leaving for at least two more years. I don't think though. No, they're going to give
0: him, him he will have two more years. They don't they don't want to um they don't. They have to pay him to, you know, not. How coach long did theirs,
2: they but. give him to start off with? Contract.
0: Uh, it's like a typical. I like think five year. Deal, whatever it is, I don't know.
2: Well, I was looking up. Do you realize Garrett Riley is only two years older than Connor Shaw? Uh
0: yeah. Ethan says. Ethan says Ethan called me a dumb fuck. He says he isn't going there. I don't think he's going there either i don't the only the only reason he would go to oklahoma is it's not you you guys just don't listen i said i don't think he's going there the only reason he would go there is if he wanted to go and coach at his alma mater tennessee has all the other stuff to give him the there you know he has a chance to play alabama every year and and try to win against them and um, and, and he has a chance to, um, you know, the money and everything else is there at Tennessee. Oh, I, I don't think, I don't, I, I don't think that he's going, I don't think he's going. If he went to Oklahoma, that would be a shit move. I mean, it really, really would be like if Shane Beamer left South Carolina to go to Virginia Tech, that's a shit move. Yeah. But when it comes to your heart and where you want to go, it's completely
2: different. Well, I completely remember different. why, why I called in now, finally. Why is that? I've been in the waiting room for so long. Listen, have you ever seen someone that's fallen uphill more than that fucking offensive coordinator at Georgia? I mean, the dude flames out at Colorado, comes to South Carolina, has an awful offense. All he does is run a pension pull. That shit that shit is high school offense. Goes to Auburn, gets fired damn near. Gets his walking papers, and then now he's the Georgia offensive coordinator. How does that make
0: sense? look? It's really hard for me to uh, to say that and and not make fun of the South Carolina offensive coordinator, who was considered the worst offensive coordinator ever at one point. So, but I'm not dropping the NFL uh, though.
2: To be fair, yeah. Well,
0: well, I I agree agree with Twister
1: in the NFL. Pretty crappy teams, but... Twisted
0: yeah. Rooster with a great comment. Garrett Riley's one and done at Clemson. Yes. Clemson fans get pissed off when I say that. He's going to coach one season there, maybe two, and then he's gone.
2: Yeah. I think Bye-bye. His next job is going to be a head coaching job if it yeah. goes halfway decent at Clemson.
0: Yeah. It's um, ridiculous. What, who do you think's uh,
2: going to... Do you think Dabo will try and hire him with that bullshit again, or do you think he'll outsource
0: it? I, for me to sit here and try to... I've interviewed Dabo Sweeney I think 7 or 8 times in one-on-one interviews and he's a he's one of the he's a strange dude man with the way that he thinks well I mean he really really is and I don't know which way he would go I think hiring from within side is silly in my opinion <laughs> and you know I I do think some of the like oh man, you don't want <laughs> CJ
2: Spiller as your new offensive coordinator. What's
1: the deal with what's Stop Jeff it. Scott doing, and what's the deal with him? I mean, Jeff Scott
0: is—he's not like people talk about. Uh, I like—I don't—he's not even a consultant that's there. And I—I just—I don't buy into all of that. I think that I think that Riley will be there one, maybe two seasons, and then that's it. And by the way, let, let's throw this out there too. Thinking that he's just going to come in and it's going to completely right that Clemson offense. Let's just slow down a little bit. We don't know how good Clubnik's going to be. The you the know, games well, that I've watched Clubnik play, he hasn't been great at all. He hasn't been great at all.
1: I mean, they didn't do anything in the
2: spring <laughs> game that I mean, no, the spring game looked terrible. They, they even run hard. the offense.
0: No, they didn't even let him call plays. What the fuck? And that was that's one of the things I was talking about Dabo with his strange thinking over there. You bring this guy in and you have an opportunity for him to call plays in a game that doesn't matter, and you don't let him call fucking plays. Well, I think
2: that was some what kind of weird. What the fuck is that? Like, I think that's some kind of weird like power play by Dabo, like setting well, up. Well, it's it's
0: right. the, he did the same thing to Chad Morris. Yeah. Same thing. It'll it'll be Chad Morris's offense, but it's the Clemson offense. Chad Morris is developing the Clemson offense. That was the statement that he made. And then Morris comes in there and fucking Clemson does great on the offensive side of the ball. Give the guy credit. He fucking went from a uh, you went from the uh, god the what was it? I don't even remember the offensive coordinator before him. Spence? I don't remember. And that was Some Napier. Oh, yeah, Napier who didn't Billy. He wasn't very he wasn't very good wasn't very good at all. And then Morris He's comes the in man. there and he, g- he does, does all, all kind of shit like he
1: does that go.
0: Yeah, fuck off, jackpot! Fucking try to. Meet. He
1: does OC bad, and he does head coach bad.
0: <laughs> anyway, the point is, is that I think that Riley has a great offensive mind, but on the other hand, to think that he's just going to come in there and it's going to be a fucking track meet, just stop it.
2: Well, just stop here's it. here's what I predict. Sure. Um, I think Texas A and M has another shitty season. I think Clemson's offense is halfway decent. You know they're probably better than last year, but still. Well, last wasn't. year it was halfway decent and halfway wasn't. Yeah, exactly. They're probably a little better than last year, and then I think hey. I think Texas a And fires Jimbo, Garrett Riley replaces him.
0: That's and then not maybe
2: far you past, get, and, and you know maybe you get Jimbo as your new OC. You never know. We'll see.
0: All, All
1: right, right, thank you, Scott. I got I gotta bring one more in here. Thank you, buddy. I don't think Garrett Riley's ready for a coaching job the level of Texas. <laughs> but. All
0: right, Mike. Mike, welcome to the show. What do you got, man?
1: Hey, so I have a
5: question for y'all. I'm, I'm the sure. Wake Forest man, so I will say good <laughs> evening, Clemson man. Good evening, South Carolina man. But Hello, <laughs> Wake Forest man. Um, no ACC talk tonight. I know this is the SEC over under, so it, right because we did the
0: of, ACC the other night. But
5: yeah, sorry I missed it. But um, I just kind of want y'all's opinion on Alabama. Like maybe just I know I heard it, but just a little more depth because, like I said, I'm a Wake Forest fan. People don't even think I exist. You're right. a Clemson fan. <laughs> like no one really hates Bama, loves Bama. Like I feel like we're all kind of <laughs> objective here. So, yeah,
0: wait. yeah you're asking my, my thoughts on Alabama. Uh, yeah, when I look on. at Alabama, the, the thing that, that gets me with them all the time is that the amount of talent that they have at every position. They've got five- and four-star guys at every single position, and then four- and five-star guys backing them up, in addition to – One of the best, one of, I mean, the best coach in college football. So it's hard for me to sit here and say, hey, we're going to just piss on Alabama when they've got talent on top of talent. It's not something that's like a manufactured, gimmicked up thing. They've got, they've got guys. They got the dudes, man. And that's why it's hard to pick against them. And I give Tennessee shit, but the reality is, is that they went out there with a team that was a hell of a lot less talented. As far as uh, depth and everything else, and they beat Alabama in their own house. Alabama doesn't lose very many games. Wait, so so winning that game was huge for them? I mean, it it really was.
5: Under 10 and a half?
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, over under 10 and a half.
5: Yeah, but see, I would hammer the under, and this is why I'm confused because I look at it as they won 10 last year. Right. They, you know, objectively, their best win was Ole Miss.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: We don't need to relitigate all of this, but most people <clears> think they probably should have lost to Texas. So that's nine. And then I right. think I could look at the schedule, right?
0: Now. Sure. You there? Hello? Sorry, uh, well,
5: I'm, I, No, I'm here. I might have cut out because right. I was looking at the schedule. But basically, they won 10 games. Most people think they probably should have won nine. They beat Ole Miss well, they're extremely close to losing
1: to Texas A&M, too. It, yeah, they, that, they was, lost, that was what I was going to so say. They, yeah.
0: they lost two games by a combined total of four points. I mean, we have to put that out there, too.
5: That's Yeah, that's fair. But I, I guess I look at it. <coughs> they won 10. Most people think they should have won nine. They beat Ole Miss, their best win by one possession. They beat Texas A&M by one possession. And objectively, like, they're worse at quarterback. They're worse at wide receiver. Nick Saban has dementia. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess I, I think there's this Bama hype because it's like since, what, oh 09, they've been the thing. But if we're like, if you take the logos off the helmet, like objectively, they won nine, ten games, probably nine. Like, I don't know. I just I don't really see it. So that's why I wanted y'all's opinion.
0: I, it's it's hard for me to sit here with the talent that they have there and just say you know what they're just going to fall off the face of the earth this year. I just I don't see that. I think oh, I think a I think a, a ten win season is a disappointment for them. I mean that's that's kind of how it's just hard for me to sit here and say oh they're you know they're going to go and drop games that I just I don't see it. I really don't. That's fair. By if you if you missed. Look. Sir, if you missed, I said that Georgia, uh, Wait, I'm sorry. Wake Forest is going to be – they're always projected to be in the shitter, and they're not. Someone needs to hire Dave Clawson because he's a hell of a coach. He really is.
5: So, like I said, I don't want to hijack the show, but Wake Forest over under six and a half.
0: Yeah, take the over, over, as over, as well, over. Yeah. yeah. All right, bud. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for watching the show. We really appreciate it.
5: Yep. Talk to you all later.
0: All right. Jackpot. You want to take and, um let me put the number out again. Or are you ready to go to bed?
1: Well, uh, we can stay up for just a little bit longer. Just All right, honest.
0: I'm going to put the, put it out there. If you want to get in on the program, have at it. There's a StreamYard link right there. If you would like to join the program, have at it. Um, <clears throat> and then and then uh, our over under stuff that we have there. It's that's our stuff, and we're going to start putting out our stuff with the. Uh, Jackpot's going to do, I'm sure, some game by game predictions, et cetera. As we get closer to the season, we will do.
1: Wesley over in the chat says that claw, CLAW fence, was the beginning of the slide at Tennessee. Cl- did he used to coach at Tennessee, that being Clawson? Hmm.
0: I don't think so. I don't know. Let me look. I'm looking up Dave Clawson's numbers. <clears throat> the problem with if Dave Clawson was coaching players at Tennessee, what had happened was, is that most of those players probably couldn't read. Well, if it and, was true, then
1: it wasn't him. It was probably the dumbass. Um, he was their OC. It was probably he was their the, OC in 2008. dumbass damn head coaches they hired.
0: Now, he was the OC in 2008 at Tennessee, and
1: well, then he left cool, to bro. go
0: to Bowling Green, which is, you yeah, know, I'd rather be the Bowling Green head coach. Fuck Tennessee.
1: <laughs> that would have been with Bill Ful- uh, well, Fulmer's last year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that his offense is, I mean, the way that he does stuff, it's, it's just, I think he's just a great coach. He motivates his guys. And he does it at the smallest Power 5 school in the country. And they're legit a good good team every year. Or, or so.
1: he might, I mean, maybe he got a little better after he left Tennessee. Maybe he said – you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hone my offensive craft just a little bit better because I don't want to go have to go back to that shithole, hole. You know, Whew.
0: yeah, maybe that's maybe that's, that's what it was.
1: More likely, what happened? That's probably, that's probably that's probably exactly what happened.
0: So he's there for one season, and I'm trying to look at that. Let's see here. They went five and seven, three and five in the conference. Uh, I'm looking at. Let's see here. Yeah, off the field issues. The first instance of the season where they had guys cited for possession of pot. I mean, this was a shit show Tennessee team. They did beat UAB, North Carolina, uh, Northern Illinois, Mississippi State. They beat Vanderbilt and Kentucky, but is that everyone the team else that kinda, lost
1: to Wyoming?
0: <clears throat> they lost to yes, they lost to Wyoming at Neyland Stadium, thirteen to seven. They lost to South Carolina by 21 on the road. They got beat at home by Alabama by 20. Georgia got them. They lost to Auburn by two. Florida hammered them. Yeah, UCLA beat them in overtime. So there's yeah, that. Yeah, that
1: was a crappy. That was a, that game. <clears throat> team wasn't that good. That was a crappy team that got uh, got drilled by Dabo in this first South Carolina Clemson game. We are the reason he, he got the head coaching job.
0: What,
2: whatever so you need say to tell. He,
1: they removed the interim <laughs> the title after that, and uh, then we lost to Iowa, I think it was, in one of the Florida Bowls. Embarrassing.
0: Uh, Jerry says they should not have fired Fulmer. You know that's not a that's not a far-reaching statement, but I, I don't know. Look, Tennessee fans love love Heupel, and maybe he likes it there. I mean, I think I don't think going to Oklahoma is going to happen. But I see? Uh, Jackpot's dog over there, he's happy. Uh, Biscuit says he thinks UT and UF is just a tough matchup. He thinks Tennessee wins by four or five points. You know I, <clears throat> I. I think there's a lot of people that are are shitting on Billy Napier and he's he's put stuff out there to be shit on, but he won that Utah game last year, and I I don't know how he did it, but he won it. And maybe there's another game on the schedule this year that would uh make sense that he could pull one out. Let's welcome Twisted Rooster to the show. What's up, buddy? <laughs> <clears throat> Twisted Rooster, hello. I see you, sir. I'm good. Buddy. How are
4: y'all doing tonight?
0: Good man. What you got for the show?
4: Uh, question for jackpot. <laughs> hey, jackpot. Does Auburn win the SEC first, or does Hugh Sleaze get in under investigation again?
1: Oh, you, uh, investigation <coughs> definitely. Auburn so far from winning the
4: SEC. <coughs> I mean, a, a satellite. <coughs> I don't. Know. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, I'm just saying. I, I was I was laughing at Jackpot's uh, video, and all of a sudden, the old boys at the SEC podcast made a a big deal out of Jackpot's Auburn video, and I'm like, you know what? Jackpot actually just spoke the truth. So they <laughs> they were showing Jackpot all over uh, <coughs> SEC football this week. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Well, Jack- Jackpot gave them more attention than fucking everybody else has in a long time. So you're welcome,
1: exactly. Auburn. I'm talking about Devin. And he, he ruffled my feathers. <coughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, well, and welcome it, and, back. And, and, and it's true. I mean, these crystal balls mean nothing anymore. It's just, it's just, you know, these guys are like, well, I'm 92 percent on my crystal balls. <laughs> well, after this year, you ain't gonna be. Um, well,
4: one thing uh, I know they backed up the Brinks truck to pay the kid, but his brother also plays at Auburn, so that was a little bit of an advantage to get his. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: from what I understand, his brother's tried to leave like two or three times. <laughs>
0: Look, I he's I, Hugh Freeze just comes across as so fake to me. But the guy, the guys won seven or more games every season except one. So, yeah he's not
4: exactly. he's not winning he's not winning seven this year though
0: just saying it's what he's done his record so far so who knows
4: yeah but that team <clears throat> he's, he's got to get some talent back into Auburn because harson was terrible I, I mean their recruiting was terrible his, his personality was terrible he couldn't even keep coaches man
0: uh Brock has a good his- point they copyrighted jackpot we should take action. Yeah, you used our content, sir. The fuck is wrong with you over there?
4: That's right. Have they shown up on you guys' show to talk football?
0: They don't need to show up here. We our, our. We don't. We don't need that nonsense.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. But <clears throat> back to something jackpot was talking about earlier. Ray steals
1: my uh, content quite a bit too. Uh, to using his uh, his videos steals Uncle Lou's too. But I don't care. It gives me exposure.
4: I would, that, would that make me popular? I just need to go steal everyone else's content. Uh, you, Cassandra,
0: I, hold on. Let me let me address Cassandra over there. <laughs> Cassandra says she can't video chat. Look, you just click the link and it will take you there. You don't have to turn your camera on. and it, It's just like a phone number, ma'am. Very simple. Just click the link. You don't have to show up on the screen like uh, Twisted Rooster is here. It's just a second
4: <coughs> so but, but but i did want to i wanted to ask jackpot some questions about south carolina do you have a surprise player someone that no one's talking about that you think is going to be a standout this year
1: um well you know just reading from what they've had going on in practice uh, this other well, we were talking about receivers earlier this elijah caldwell kid that's a freshman from Rock Hill uh has been doing some good things evidently in practice you know really picking up the offense uh, pretty quickly so you know you know put there i mean i'd like to see somebody emerge on that offensive line now you know all I hear from everybody who, who knows anything about football is that they're they true freshmen. They can't play.
0: Lack of depth. Uh, lack of depth. Lack of depth. Yeah.
1: So, well, um, we
4: yeah, we don't even we don't have any true freshmen on our offensive line.
1: Uh, Markey Anderson.
4: Yeah, but he's not a starter.
1: <clears throat> uh, he's not a starter. But he's uh, you know, he was what he was the uh, you know, number one offensive lineman in the state of South Carolina last year. High four star. Huge commitment and picking Gamecocks over Clemson and somebody. Um, Uh, Georgia. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, he's got some talent, um, you know, and (coughs) I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's got a bigger upside than whoever we got right now that's playing tackle. But you know, if they start to have problems, you know, maybe it's worth looking at.
4: Yeah, I've heard he'll be in the (coughs) rotation. They're going to rotate probably two or three guys um, yeah just to gain some experience uh because you got Lee you got this the garzulo guy that came in yeah, from that's the guy
1: I want to see I want to see what he can do um he's <coughs> huge um and he, at, at Yale where he transferred from you know they might want to laugh at the Yale they only have one captain here one captain right. and he was it um yeah, he's uh, apparently, you know, just a just a, a great uh force there in the locker room and he's just he's an animal, uh from what I've understand. So yeah, I'm interested to see what he can do. I wanna see Trey not play some more. Um yeah, so Hey
4: hey Jackpot, we was laughed at about Juice Wells last year too about being our best receiver from James Madison, but uh almost a thousand yards proved uh I think he. I think at the end of the year, uh, Juice Wells was the one doing the laughing. Yeah,
1: well, I All mean right. some of those skill, those skill guys <clears throat> transfer from lower division schools can transfer in, and you know if you've got good offensive line play and your your quarterback gets some protection and he can he can make some plays and, and get the ball to you. I mean, you know, whatever speed you have is whatever. Team <laughs> you have,
0: yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, twisted rooster. I want to get Billy in before we get out of here. But as always, we appreciate you, sir. Thank you so much. All
4: right, guys. Y'all have a good one. And uh, jackpot. I think Pup Howard's our guy on defense as a as a freshman. <laughs> yep.
0: There you go. There's All right. Let's there. bring Billy in before we get out of here. Billy, welcome to the show. Billy. Billy, uh, <clears throat> Billy.
1: Uh, Vols, uh, 63 Vols, 28 Gamecocks. Well, hey, there you go. They didn't beat us by 50.
0: Yeah. No, no, no one wants to give me 49 points jackpot. They'll put out there Vols 56,
1: Game cards
0: <throat> Vols 56, South Carolina seven. Not happening. Let's all laugh at Billy as he he sat there for a minute and now. He's not showing up. Billy probably doesn't have to turn his microphone on. <clears throat> anyway, uh, as we'll wait, we're gonna wait thirty seconds more for Billy before we get out of here. Get in the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. It's the link is in the bio. Uh, two weeks away from this Saturday, by the way. That's where we're gonna be uh, picking some games. So get involved in the Callaway's oh, Pick'em Challenge. Just just fell asleep what? there.
1: Coming Wednesday, but the next Wednesday. <clears throat> yeah. Wow.
0: All right. So, I'm going forward
1: to that Vandy Hawaii matchup. Uh, That's definitely in my wheelhouse.
0: No, it's not. Are you betting on that game?
1: Uh, maybe. I don't know. Mm. I right, see. Probably not. <clears throat> Probably not.
0: Well, we'll see. Uh, anyway, Hawaii it's been a great Hawaii
1: show. They're all about this year. I think Hawaii might pick them off.
0: Yeah. Well, it's been a great show for us this evening, and uh, we'll be back at it on uh, Sunday night. Appreciate y'all as always, and uh, we'll talk to you later on.
1: See you later, guys.